and welcome back to another excellent and exciting episode of To the Saints. Yes. Where we are encouraging our brothers and sisters in Christ onward to fullness in Christ. Yes. So we have a, a great episode this week, uh, but before we go into that, we'll do a little bit of house cleaning. Ooh, Just to remember, our website is to the saints.com. If you're new to this podcast, you can go there and listen to all of our episodes. We're in the 90s right now, and so you can start from the very beginning and listen to your heart's content. You can download them. There are several different platforms to listen That's to. What I do. <laughs> That's for the new ones, and for those who are who have been listening for a while, we want to thank you for continuing to listen, yep. and for all those who've uh, supported with encouraging words as well. Yeah. Also, you can follow us on Instagram. Yeah. Just look Oops. up to the Saints, and you'll find us. Follow us. Connect with us. Um, and we do have a, a new YouTube channel with a few episodes already posted, and we'll have a link in a, a podcast at the bottom of our podcast so you can get to it yeah. as well. I'm Tyrone, part of the gang here, and there's several other people here, too, who are going to tell you who they are. I'm Thomas. I'm Bridget. This is Andrew. This is RC. This is Carrie. And this is Allison. The gang's all here. <laughs> what? Gang's all here. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah. we have. I just want to say, well, you said the YouTube thing. Yeah. In a few Go episodes, ahead. I don't know if people understand really how in, entailed it is to to upload ninety some odd episodes. Yeah, it takes to some YouTube. time. Yeah, we didn't start YouTube from the very beginning. Had no. we done that, I'm sure we'd have our ninety. What is this? Our ninety eighth episode, ninety eight right. episodes on there, but. We already had 90-something when we got started. Yes. It takes a little time. To yeah, it takes a little time. We're working hard on it. And, uh, subscribe to that. Also, yeah, that's another thing is subscribe to our newsletter mm -hmm. yeah. where you can get updates about possible events that we're having, mm -hmm. news that's occurring, and also you'll get updated weekly. or alerted weekly when we have a new, a new podcast, podcast that's released. Yes. Anything else we no, want to? You cleaned house rather well. Clean house, <laughs> yes. Okay. On today's episode, do, 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 do. we will be discussing an important topic, mm -hmm. a topic that we all have uh, experienced ourselves and want yep. to be an encouragement to those who may be going through this right now. It's called the wilderness experience. Mm -hmm. And in previous episodes, specifically episodes 63 and 64, we talked about a group of believers called the Duns. Mm -hmm. uh, this group of Jesus followers took the red pill, in quotes. Uh, that's an episode, by the way, episode 86. And they left the religious system because they desired a deeper experience of Christ. Mm -hmm. And so many of these followers who have responded to the Lord's nudging often either pass through or remain in something that we call metaphorically or that is called metaphorically the, the wilderness right. the and so in this in this week's episode we want to encourage those who may be in this place by honing in on what the wilderness is and it isn't yep. and as well as what can be learned while in this season and the perils of the wilderness as well yeah. and so we're going to get right into that right now by kind of figuring out like what what is the wilderness what is it? It's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> RC? Yeah. Carrie? Uh, are we doing Ezra? No. Mm. Only if we want. Only if we want Ezra to. 2. Oh, I liked her a little bit. The Return. Well, we would have to talk about the other one, too, I think. So Ezra 1. Yeah. So, okay, we'll go there then. Um, yeah. Basically, a lot of believers are aware of the wilderness experience of the Israelites coming out of Egypt before going into Canaan land. Um. And, and I think that's where most people's minds go when we talk about a wilderness experience. But the reality is that when the Israelites were also taken captive to Babylon, which often represents the religious system, um, metaphorically, uh, coming out of that to go back to the promised land, they also had to go through a wilderness. There is this wilderness in between coming out of something um, that's not of the Lord's heart and mind and going then going into something that is of the Lord's heart and mind. And that that's um, the wilderness, mm -hmm. right? Yes. Right. Um, well done. Yeah. <laughs> it, well, it's a good, it sets the tone, you know, of what yeah. we're actually talking about. And it isn't, it isn't just a new thing. Mm -hmm. Right. It's something that the Lord, it's one of the Lord's processes with all of his saints. Um, yeah, so Israel experienced it physically but, and practically. Right, but even in individuals have experienced right, it. Right, and like we now in experience the Old Testament. That. That's true, yes. Yeah, yes. so it's individuals and a corporate, ex you know, mm -hmm. 
experience. It can be corporate, yeah. And now we experience it spiritually. Exactly. And so with this, you know, one of the things to keep in mind um, when we talk about what is the wilderness, it's um, it's a Christ-given, tailor-made pathway for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and what popped in my mind is we've been reading Hind's Feet on High Places. Mm-hmm. And even just reading today, I mean, he talks about the wilderness. And what I really liked, it, and I'm, hopefully I say this in the right way if I remember the details, but he was actually talking about that it was a rite of passage in such a way to go through it because everybody who's ever gone through it, like in the Old Testament, it is a sign of royalty. Mm. Oh, wow. Like every, everybody else that has done this, they're mo- you know, like, it's just a rite of passage in, in a way. But mm-hmm. even today, so he's taken the little much afraid on, you know, up a little bit higher. Now she has to go even higher and it requires her to have something she doesn't feel that she has to do it. And he did say there are this, this, there's this type of mountain, there's this type of mountain and this type of mountain, but this is the mountain I've chosen for you. It's the mountain of injury. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was her path that she needed to go on because the other mountains didn't apply to her. Right. Mm. But this would be the thing that she needed to be able to know that um, she, it would transform her. Right. It would also give her faith as well as she walked the path that increased her faith as in who Christ was and who she is and things like that. So it is a tailor-made course. It is the things that the Lord knows in our hearts that we are attached to, things that we can let go of, the hurts that we have or things, th- you know, mm-hmm. um, wrong thinking that we might have is in in the wilderness. He uses that as an opportunity to deal with some of those things. So he'll tailor make that yes. for us. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I like how you said it's tailor made. Yes. Yeah. I know for me, it was, om- it was a progression. And then I realized, oh, this is, I'm in the wilderness because <laughs> <laughs> the Lord kind of sometimes just gives you like the next step. And so you take that next step and it, to be crossing the Red Sea, I guess. But the red next step is like, okay, leave this system. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then you're just kind of dependent on Him. So the wilderness is, is an intentionally dry place because you're taking off these um, empty calories, these props maybe that you didn't realize were props. Mm-hmm. You just thought they were part, they were they were true. And then all of a sudden you realize, oh, this this wasn't really Christ. This was this other stuff, like fluff or just mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. that gets in the way. Mm-hmm. And it causes you to depend more on Christ. And it does feel like um, a, a desert. And you do look for these um, sw- the oasis, the yeah. sweet times where you, you, you get fellowship with another believer. Or you, you read something in a new way and the Lord's opening your eyes to a scripture or to uh, a new book. And you're like, wow, this, you know, this, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. Christ is wonderful yeah yes and he is all sufficient he can guide me through this time yes yes um so that's the wilderness do we have anything else to say about what the wilderness is Uh, i think some of that might come out in what we talk about in the purpose of the wilderness too maybe yeah awesome so the purpose of the wilderness then um which we've actually already touched a little bit on (laughs) Um, but it is it is a time of preparation and Mm -hmm. even testing Um, Jesus himself even went through wilderness experience Mm -hmm. and I know that for myself one of the times RC and I were in a wilderness experience as we were waiting to move to Florida and really experience body life I kept like being so concerned that we're gonna get there and we're gonna be so far behind everyone because they're already there. They're already there, they're already experiencing Christ in community, like they're learning all this stuff and experiencing all this stuff and we're gonna be so far behind. We're getting left behind, yep. And um, when we finally got there, I realized that the Lord had been doing a lot of preparation in the wilderness Yes, that um, we, we weren't as far behind as I thought. Mm-hmm. There's, uh, there are some things that mm-hmm. you can only learn in community yes. Yes. that we could have never been prepared for in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there were so many things I wasn't even aware of that the Lord was doing in the wilderness that was also preparing us mm-hmm. for experiencing his life in community. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the reality of testing, like um, uh, Andrew just mentioned how part of the, the wilderness is an intentionally dry place that causes you to really 
strip down to Christ alone. And that testing is, are you going to be satisfied with Christ alone? Like, mm-hmm. are you going to let these things go? Um, and so that you can move on into that fullness of the Lord. Right. Yeah. True. That's, a, that's good stuff. Um, so the, really the purpose, uh, another purpose of the wilderness is to move us towards God's ultimate intention, mm-hmm. which really is Christ being central in all things yep. and the way of the cross being a way of, of life mm-hmm. for us. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it brings us into being desiring to be and being more ready to be an active participant in a kingdom community. Yeah, right. absolutely. Right, particularly coming out of Babylon where you've gone from being kind of a spectator to now being a... a or too much of a leader. Right, right, sure, that too. <laughs> too much of a participant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's part of that wilderness experience and, and either stripping away, going from that spectatorship to participantship or over participation. Yes. I'm not cutting that out. I'm leaving that out. Okay. And to to stripping the way that that urge to over participate to actually sit back some. And the wilderness leads one. So the wilderness is saints a necessary season. It is. Yeah. How long, uh, we're going to talk about this later, but how long you stay there is up to you, <laughs> really. Because, like, talking about the Israelites going out of Egypt into the Canaan land, you know, the Lord just took them a few days to get there. But mm-hmm. their own choices kept them in the wilderness for a 40 years, a lot longer than what was originally intended there. Right. So, yes. Okay. I, I never felt like I had a wilderness season. Uh, like, I went straight from institutional church or organic church but i rarely got anything out of institutional you know sermons and stuff so my trust was never in the system Mm -hmm. my trust was in the lord and now that when i went to organic church my trust wasn't in organic church my trust is in the lord Mm -hmm. so but i never had as far as i discern a wilderness experience in the traditional sense. So So when when you think of wilderness experience, do you think of um, specifically like a time in between one experience of the Lord in church and and another experience where you're on your own? I I think of when you're not part of a group. Okay. But there are also, I mean, yes, it can physically look like that, but the reality is there's a season of spiritual dryness that is the wilderness. And you can still be completely active in institutional church yes. or organic church yes. mm-hmm. and go through a spiritual uh, a, w- a spiritual wilderness mm-hmm. um, where you're you're okay. in a place of dryness. Churches themselves, I can't remember if this is on there, but like we can actually as a church go through a wilderness experience yes. too. Um, and we're obviously meeting, you know, and actively participating as a community, but yet spiritually we're going through a wilderness or, or a dry season. But you bring up a good point, yes, Thomas, in that, uh, again, the season of the wilderness varies for different people, and it may not have been a very long season, and you may not have uh, identified it as, oh, this is my wilderness. Right. You know, it's not about, oh, I have That's to have a it, season yeah. that I call the wilderness. Yes. It, it's, okay, so the term wilderness is not what's what the Lord uses. It, it's that, that season of a preparation of a mm-hmm. of a stripping mm-hmm. of a what have you to yeah. bring into more fullness and it leads to one of two things yes. your season in this wilderness it can either lead to life or to death either you st- either you go through the wilderness with the lord and move on into the promised land who is jesus christ or you either stay in the wilderness or you be like some people who want to go back to either Egypt or Babylon. And and saints, there's only one thing that's life, <laughs> and that's the land. Mm-hmm. Staying in the wilderness isn't life. Staying in the, going back to old things isn't life. The life is the Lord, and either you move on with the Lord or you don't. And so um, the wilderness kind of brings you to a point where there is a decision to be made. It's like a fork in the road. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Either you move on and go on, cross the river or you 
stick hang out where you are and you know you hear a lot of people say uh, my bones are bleaching in the in the desert or bleached in the wilderness yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, or turn and go back yeah mm-hmm. they go back yeah i think uh, kind of the significance that we we're talking rc was talking about and all of us of course <laughs> in the wilderness is that nudgings of the lord he's the one who moved you from whatever season or place that is spiritually or physically he's the one who moved you on from that place and all of these points in our lives in him he's the one moving us right. and we're, as we're as we are going yeah. we are learning to follow him right. and what he's wanting and it ultimately brings us to an experience of him that is not just us by ourselves we'll right. get to that a little bit later but right. that's um at least that's my thoughts in regards to that right. too sure. yes. Yeah, like I, even like a thing about you, Thomas, that that experience may not have been between quote unquote institution church, institutional and organic church. Mm-hmm. That that season may have been long before that, you know. But that there was a season that the Lord had with you, that that moved you to where you trusted in Him alone. Does that make sense? And like R.C. said, you don't necessarily have to recognize it. Sure. It's okay if you don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, recognize the Lord. Yeah, yeah. you better recognize. You better recognize. <laughs> Right. And us talking yeah. today, there are just because there's the one wilderness of coming out of one situation yeah. to another, we're we are talking about a particular wilderness today. Yes. There are more wildernesses to have yes. like when the Lord even when yeah. you're in a group mm-hmm. inwardly, you know that you feel like there's something happening that f- you know, like the same type of feeling like, Oh, I felt this before. It feels like I've been in the wilderness you know, like and you may very well may be. And um, but the one we're talking about today is this particular one where it's leaving, you know, the right. institution heading Coming into of dun- yeah, more dun- of mm-hmm. Christ yes. and things like that. So it, I agree. There are probably, I remember there was a sister in Gainesville that said, I don't think I ever had a wilderness experience. So yeah, there's going to be those that don't really have it and maybe they can't call it that, but mm-hmm. don't have it in this exact way, yes. in, right. in this exact right. way. Mm-hmm. But they have had something where they've had to walk through something yeah. similar. But thanks right. for bringing it. Yeah, yes. that's a really good point. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yes. All right. So what are some things that can be experienced in the wilderness. I don't know, Andrew, what are some things? Mm-hmm. Well, well, thanks for asking. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> to begin with, we get to see Christ as all sufficient. Yes. Mm. The thing, the everything, the one. Yes. <laughs> it's about Him. Okay. <laughs> and I think about, you know, when I go, um, um, this is related, but what if I go, <laughs> I think, look at people who, who um, go hiking or, or go camping and and they just take what they need because they're going for a short stay. You don't need, you don't have to have an inflatable bed. It's nice, but yes if you're, you do, if you're carrying <laughs> everything like on your backpack, <laughs> maybe that's not the extra weight you want want to have. And so sometimes in this wilderness, it's like, okay, what are the essentials? Mm-hmm. Okay, it's me. Okay, Christ is leading me. Christ, you know, what is what's Christ doing? And then just being open to following what what Christ is doing and revealing to you. Yeah. Some other things we can experience in the wilderness is journeying with Christ towards his fullness, which is his body. Yeah. And I can remember when, um, for me and Allison, when we had, okay, we, we, we took the red pill, we had left mm-hmm. the system, whatever you want to call it, and we started to kind of engulf ourselves, entrench ourselves in Christ-centered ministry. We were just like, yes, and our vision of Christ grew, and then there was this other aspect that we came into, which was Christ, mm-hmm. his body. Yes. And we were like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's his body, that's his church. And it wasn't just me and Allison learning about Jesus. Right. It was this greater vision that the Lord had that he was pushing us towards. And so that was something we learned, and, and it ultimately... <laughs> It moved us yeah. to to move. Mm-hmm. Um, in our case, that's not in everybody's case, but in our case, mm-hmm. to go out, to search out, to, to go on this journey with him to leave Babylon and go to this other city to be a part of the building of this city. Right. Um, and it's it's been a blast since. It's been some <laughs> rough times, but <laughs> this is a part. It's mm-hmm. it's the Lord. He's never he's never left us. He yep. will never leave us, even in the times that are challenging. Um, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Amen. And we also experience, oh, the fun thing of being stripped <laughs> of certain things, particularly of ourself. Yeah. Well, what does that mean, R.C.? 
Well, it means that like my ambitions, my ministry desires, I was, I wanted, I had within myself that desire to be a senior pastor or a lead pastor or yeah, a, the yeah, head yeah. pastor or whatever you want to call it. You know, I, yeah, I wanted to be the <laughs> bishop <laughs> of something. <laughs> and what happens in the wilderness is part of that preparation to be in the land, be in the kingdom, is to those selfish ambitions, those selfish desires to be stripped, um, even if it was for the Lord. You know, my, my thought was I, I wouldn't necessarily pastor the church for myself. It was obviously for the Lord, but, but uh, in the wilderness, for me and for a lot of people, the process begins of being stripped of me, of myself. I, for me, I went from trying to be a pastor to being a priest unto the Lord with my fellow priests you know yeah. with this priesthood uh, for others it's coming out of that self of I gotta learn to actually function a little more and, and be yes. a priest with yeah. my fellow priests yeah. so yeah related to that it also begins the process of letting go of religious baggage mm-hmm. um, I know I experience this particularly with you know what do I do on Sunday mornings now and you know, feeling some guilt oh, yeah. and other things and, you know, the importance I placed on these, you know, weekly times that I would go somewhere for an hour or whatever. You know, you just, you just start yep. dealing with this. Yep. Um, and, it, and I like how we're saying we're beginning the process because right. yeah. there's yes. only so far that the wilderness takes it. Yes. I think we'll get into that. Yes. <laughs> but um, it true. does right. begin that process, uh-huh. and it's very helpful. Yeah. Like with the self, I only know I have so much, but when I get into a body right. <laughs> of believers, going a whole lot more. Yeah, they yes. point out that I have a lot more self than I thought I had. Yeah. <laughs> In love, of course. Yeah, sometimes it's just indirectly pointed out. You yeah, know, yeah. something yeah. happened. Yeah. Most of, we're not going around the yeah. time it's indirectly. Yeah. Somebody's and you're not yeah. even aware that the Lord that threw something it. happening. You're like, ooh, that's some self sitting there. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, that's <laughs> just fun. It's just. Fun. <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking of people going around. Anyway, <laughs> I'm touching you. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not touching you. <laughs> I'm not touching you. Um, also, the wilderness. Um, as you progress on, you will start to become more desperate for Christ and his mm-hmm. body like never before. Mm-hmm. Like there, I can remember um, our wilderness started in the institution when we came back from Africa and we just didn't fit and all that stuff. And so it just kept progressively going and going. And then we found some people to meet with outside of the church when we finally came around to the idea. But then there was a certain sense of um, leaving them Mm-hmm. Because the Lord said, no, this isn't what I have for you, you know, just to kind of keep going. I'm touching on kind of two points here. Mm-hmm. So the, the first one, the desperation, um, we had a brother come visit us from the Gainesville Church. And while we were in Indiana and we were like, well, we can't go anywhere until we sell our house. I mean, you guys had already visited us at that point, at right? At least twice. Yeah, that's what yeah the first time to see if that was it. And the second time was to do some job interviews. Mm-hmm. And... You know, it's like, well, we can't go until we sell our house, you know. And he and this this saint, you know, it was the Lord. He's like, is that the only thing keeping you? Mm-hmm. We're like, yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. And but it, the other thing that started in us too, because when we started to look at places to live, we were looking at houses we wanted, yes. mm-hmm. the types of houses mm-hmm. we wanted to live in. We were going to buy, you know, build a house. We were build a house. We wanted some land, some yeah. chickens. And, you know, yes. this whole process and the desperation got so much, it got to where I don't care what I live in. Right. Get me there. Right. That's what the desperation did. Mm-hmm. It was like, I, I don't care what I have to do to get there. Let me strip, you know, what I need mm-hmm. to be able to get there. Mm-hmm. And it did, mm-hmm. you know, and then obviously doesn't happen for all. But within a month of moving there, our house had an offer mm-hmm. and it right. was sold within two months mm-hmm. of moving. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was an important season of regarding specifically the body of Christ, this idea of a community of believers being close together. Mm-hmm. I needed that wilderness time to be okay, first of all, with that idea, to <laughs> accept it, I guess, yeah. and then to be okay with it, and then to grow to desire it and yeah. really, yeah. really want it. Because yeah. mm-hmm. that was not going to happen the Allison before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, you I know. hear you, because I'm not like that either. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, so... Yeah. Um, there's also this idea, um, the wilderness can also be a seasonal loneliness mm-hmm. <coughs> where you feel like you can't connect to anyone. Mm-hmm. 
yeah. you have the you have these things that you're learning you're seeing you're like there's no outlet for you so you can inwardly feel this loneliness that nobody really understands what you're you know happening and things like that and as i was talking before the lord had taken us outside the church and then into a group and then from that group we were alone for a year mm-hmm. with absolutely nothing mm-hmm. nobody around and i was like lord really <laughs> You know, at least we had the group, you know, and somebody to talk to and stuff like that. But is there anyone? Yeah. Is there anyone? Yeah. Hello? Like you keep knocking and nobody's <laughs> there really. And and it was like those those resources, you know, the oasis that would keep us going, like a little flag. Just okay, just keep going. Yeah. But there will you will experience a type of loneliness, and it's a deep loneliness. At least for me, it was um, not having anybody mm-hmm. to talk to to process through things I was learning. Yeah, and I th- I think we probably talk about other places, but for Carrie and I, the um, you know, Carrie was was ready to to drop it all, and I was kind of holding on because I was trying to find comfort in the wilderness. <laughs> 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 I was trying to build a little shack in the wilderness, <laughs> <laughs> learning new ways to cook manna That's and right. all that, yeah. <laughs> making <Yeah>. bricks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so, you know, the Lord really dealt with some things in our in our marriage and our communication mm-hmm. in the yep. wilderness, and um, and also things with our family. Um, I, I guess in um, you know in the institution it was easy to go into a place where the kids went one way one way we went a different way and then we didn't have a lot of um, communication about the you know as a family our spiritual well-being and in this wilderness time it seemed to that for us kind of rose to the surface about the Lord's intention and how to communicate things with our children what's what was happening because. Mm-hmm. We weren't going to a place on Sundays like their friends might have been. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but, it, you know, all these things were just things that for us the Lord was dealing with. Yep. And we had that, like R.C. mentioned, an opportunity to deal with it mm-hmm. or just kind of bury it or, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. or not. Or go back, I guess. Yeah, go could. back, yeah. Um, another thing that the the Lord does during this time, he, um, he really... <laughs> uses as uh, kind of develops a spiritual hunger and thirst mm-hmm. and an appetite for for him yeah. Yeah. Amen. and uh, an appetite that only he can um, quench yes I know I was thinking about that you know when you you go I, I'm gonna say diet but yeah. a way of eating yeah, yeah. and you try to cut out some things like right. especially I'm gonna say sugar yeah, because that's right. a big one most people you know and, and their their tolerance of sugar is really high yeah but mm-hmm. when you start cutting it back a lot and then you start to eat something like, sweeter you're like that's whoa sweet. that's really sweet <laughs> mm-hmm. like you didn't know what the diet mm-hmm. you were eating was not as healthy for you i'm talking about in the spiritual right. or the institutional yeah, yeah. church and then you actually got to taste the real diet right whoa and it's like wow that's really good mm-hmm. and you know you want more mm-hmm. now, now you know what the real thing tastes like or you're getting closer to what the real thing tastes like and so it creates that hunger and thirst for more yeah you know that's a really good analogy it is. I mean, we're, we're surprised that our children aren't drawn to fruit. Mm-hmm. And it's because they're so used to a much higher level, level of sweetness mm-hmm. that fruit doesn't cut it. But if you go through a season, because it takes time, it's not just doesn't just happen in an instant. Mm-hmm. But if you go through a season of significantly reducing the sugar yes. in your yep. diet, yeah. the next time you eat fruit, you're like, whoa, whoa. this is sweet. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. When before it wasn't. No. Yeah. <laughs> when people say fruit as dessert, and I'm like, I'm seriously, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> Covered in honey and, and whipped cream, right? <laughs> 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 like, yes, on, on top of ice cream. <laughs> I know. You know what's going to sound funny along those lines? Because doing that was cutting yeah. out a lot of sugar. And I was like, starting, I, I ate some broccoli one day and I was like, I can taste the sugar in yes. broccoli. Right. Right. Well, There's sugar in there. I'm not there yet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't but know it existed. That, until that's I very spiritually discerning. Yeah, yeah. She's very <laughs> spiritual. <laughs> I was surprised. I was like, wow, this actually tastes sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I was like, no. Yeah. You know, but. Mm-hmm. Mm, so like fruit flavored stuff like Skittles doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> fruit flavored. No, that doesn't count. Yes. But you start to crave the, the like, what do they call it? A yeah, clean diet, eating whole food. You know, you yeah. start to create the to natural crave source. the food that we were actually created yeah, to eat. That's yeah, good. that's good. What'd yeah. you call it? Whole food. 
No, she she said like clean e- eating. Clean, clean eating, yeah, is yeah. what they call it. Clean oh, eating. I thought you said yeah. yackling or something. Yeah, nope, clean no, eating. Clean. That's, a, di- that's right. a different diet. That, that's what, that's <laughs> what kind of diet is that? Yackling eating. Yaks. Yaks. They're high in fiber. That's hilarious. We've sort of touched on this point, but it definitely bears repeating. Yes. To keep in mind that this wilderness time is not meant to be permanent. Right. No. It was never meant to be permanent. It's temporary. It's a time frame. Um, well, I mean, the time frame can differ from person to person, and right. it does. Um, so don't stress out too much about, you know, have I been here too long? Am I, is it too short? Right. Um, but it is... The, the purpose of the wilderness is not to build a shack yeah. in the wilderness. <laughs> no. yeah. Experiencing Christ while in this wilderness season cannot replace a group of saints, a body, yep. people who are laying down their lives by, in, and to, and for Christ together. Right. Yeah. <coughs> yep. So with that in mind, there are perils of remaining in the wilderness. There are. I, I mentioned earlier how it Definitely. can lead to death. Mm-hmm. Um, first peril right off the bat is you miss out on the land right you don't if you stay in the wilderness guess what you're not going on into the land (laughs) and that's where the fruit you know the grapes are as big as basketballs Mm -hmm. and whatever else milk and honey yeah we talked about ice cream and stuff but milk and honey's flowing (laughs) in this land all that was the fullness of god yes Mm -hmm. exactly Mm -hmm. representation (laughs) and another peril is you start to lose sight of the lord's desire um, to be together yes, mm-hmm. for a community, yes. to be a part of saints learning to live by Christ's life. And I think um, related to that is, <coughs> excuse me, related to that is the enemy really does want us to be separate and alone yeah. and stay by ourselves. And the enemy is fine if we stay in the wilderness and yeah. just mm-hmm. search and go in loops. Keep us in that circle. And stay yeah. in that wilderness in frustration or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that's because it keeps us keeps our focus off of christ Mm -hmm. so one of the perils of just staying there and being okay with the wilderness is that you lose the sight of Mm -hmm. togetherness Mm -hmm. yes community Mm -hmm. which leads to limited or no fellowship with other believers Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. when you lose sight of that um it's already it could possibly already be limited yeah with the fellowship with other believers but as as you're staying in the wilderness for longer periods of time then that becomes this present reality that eventually brings us to our next point. Right. Mm-hmm. Or you just become comfortable being by yourself. Right. right. Yeah. The wilderness, mm-hmm. you know, can become a comfortable place to be. Um, and yeah, when you lose that sight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes remaining in the wilderness too long and essentially that limited fellowship, that becoming comfortable with ourselves, we have like created this ideal for community Mm -hmm. um (laughs) it's it's actually become this thing and Mm -hmm. so when when the lord does present Mm -hmm. that way in to the promised land when he does present an opportunity to be in community with other believers we avoid it because it doesn't measure up to the ideal Mm -hmm. that we've created in In our our minds. minds being in this place by ourselves and becoming <coughs> comfortable with ourselves, mm-hmm. um, becoming comfortable by ourselves. <coughs> um, we, it's, it's, it can be really easy to see the giants. Yeah. Yes. yes. In a group of humans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so. Which um, would be the distractions and. Absolutely. The, the expectations not measuring up. The mm-hmm. expectation not measuring yes. up. Yes. Those are the giants. Yes. Um, and so then we. We don't go in. Right. Yep. We yeah. stay. And then when we do that, we allow the books that we read and podcasts that we listen to and Facebook groups that we're a part of, yeah. we allow that to become our experience. Yes. Our community. Our community. Yeah. And we don't move on into... Yeah. Real life, face-to-face. Body life. Body yes. Life. So I'm sure a lot of us know through various you know relationships, people that went into the wilderness and guess what? three, six, ten years have passed mm-hmm. and they never really made aims to, right. you know, mm-hmm. be, not that that in of itself defines, you know, sure. sin. I mean, there are some oh, people no. with the Lord, you know, that's, that's mm-hmm. their lot, but a lot of people 
stagnate. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That's a good word. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stagnate. So. Well, the reality is that it was for God's own purpose that he was bringing the Israelites into the promised mm-hmm. land. And when they got hung up is when they saw, oh, him getting something is going to cost me something. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's when, that's when we get tripped up. Yeah. Because the reality <laughs> is, I remember going and visiting the Saints in Gainesville. After a year, no, I guess it was about eight months at this point, of really, really, really wanting to move there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I had kind of built it up in my mind, right? Mm-hmm. I had this expectation of what it was going to be like, and it was going to be so wonderful, mm-hmm. and all my dreams were going to be met. And then we went and spent a long weekend with them. And what was hilarious was that the couple that went with us who weren't like quite as excited about moving there came back like, it's time to go. We got to get there. <laughs> and I came back like, wow. <laughs> I remember sitting on the back porch of the family who we were staying at their house and sitting on their back porch our last morning there and was just kind of overwhelmed with the reality that this wasn't for me mm-hmm. that like I just saw that Lord you're asking us to come here and I had built it up in my mind and was expecting all these things for me out of it and what I'm realizing is that this is for you mm-hmm. and had to come to it, terms with I had that. to come to terms with that I did he was Don't like okay grips. are you still willing to come mm-hmm. and it was a very different experience from then on out yes. honestly because I remember driving from Oklahoma to Florida following the moving truck. And the truth is, I wasn't that excited about it anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was now doing it mm-hmm. because I truly believed it was what the Lord was asking of us. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't that excited about it anymore. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say I fell in love with the Lord and his people there. And I yes. would not trade it for the world. It has been totally worth it. Yeah. But um, crossing over is costly. Yes. Yeah. And mm-hmm. a lot of people stay in the wilderness because they see that cost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they decide it's not worth it. They don't think it's worth it. Yeah. So hear this, saints. <coughs> Those who are done with the institution and are now in the wilderness, this is not for you. It is for Christ. Yes. 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 This is Say unto the Lord's glory. Yes. This is unto him. Yes. We are not priests unto each other. Uh-uh. No. We are priests unto the Lord. First. And this comes as a shock to a lot of people yeah. when they come into the wilderness cause, because a lot of what a lot of what uh, can get started anyway in the institution is that discomfort with well this didn't really meet my needs I'm not getting fed right this doesn't look right not for everybody some people always say man the Lord's not getting his thing in here and so yeah, yeah. there's got to be something else but some people are coming out of the institution going this just isn't for me I haven't found the right one yet mm-hmm. and so they think Oh, there's this thing called organic church. Let me go try it. It might be for me. Mm-hmm. This isn't about organic church. Yes. No, and that's not the that, that's the one of the mindsets the Lord will start to get rid of. Yes. yes. He will move you from what am I getting out of it to mm-hmm. what is he getting out of it. Yes. That's one of the biggest things in the, the wilderness he'll start working on. Yeah. Right. It's that, it's that process of shifting from mm-hmm. this is about cuz cuz I want I want cuz I've I, <laughs> I've had conversations <laughs> with saints recently and I mm-hmm. hear this in them. Yeah. This is what the Lord has for me. This isn't about what the Lord has for you. This is about what the Lord has for himself and what he is after. It might be in you, but it's not about, well, you know, what the Lord has for me is so I can do this and so I can do that. No. This is about the Lord getting his expression on the earth through a body of people being built together into his house. Mm -hmm. You don't think so? No, I was having a conversation in my head where someone may have said that and you interpreted it in a way that it was very selfish. Because in in my mind, I'm thinking it's if someone says the words, this is what the Lord wants for me versus this is what the Lord wants for himself through my – in my mind, it's six of one, half a dozen or another. The, the, the behavior is the the same. It can be the same. It can Mm -hmm. be the same. I think it's just the heart behind. Yeah. Yeah. It's a heart issue. Right. You know. Yeah. I wasn't expecting to say that, but evidently my facial expressions (laughs) of my internal. We pick up on it. Yeah, you you can see. You give a lot of nonverbal expression. (laughs) 
Right. Thomas so is what are this C, are C speaking to that heart <laughs> yes. that yeah. is concerned yes. for getting yes. their thing? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Right. This is no, my no, ministry. I mean, yeah. 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 I have to do this because the Lord's told me right. that I'm going to do this, so I have to do this yeah. for me. Da 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 da. And that, yeah, I'm talking to the heart. Yeah. That's, definitely. yeah, struggling. And right. so, and that's, and that's the, one of the big things that the Lord works on in the wilderness is our heart. Yes. He was after the heart of the Israelites going out of Egypt and into the Canaan land. And because their heart was hardened, like, oh, yep. there's these giants, I can't come in. He wasn't interested in having them enter his land with that kind of heart. So <laughs> he mm-hmm. gave them 40 years to work on it. Um, or to die off. Or to die, die off. Yeah. 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 Exactly. I mean, let the next, <laughs> the next, the next generation. Next generation. Basically, that he gave a heart transplant to the community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Giving people with no, yes. new hearts. Yeah. Let's mm-hmm. get specific with that. Uh, just quick. Mm-hmm. The 40 years is actually a judgment from the Lord on yes. them because yes. they wouldn't move into the exactly. land. Right. Right. They, exactly. were, they were faith, faithless and fearful. Mm-hmm. He gave them a doorway yep. and they were like, no. Yep. So he said, okay, so for every day you spent in the land spying it out, it's a year in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. And he was, right. that. W- and also that was the settlement between him and Moses because yeah. he was going to kill all of them and right. start over with Moses. Yep, he was. <laughs> And so, Not this, my God. Yeah, he was going. He's. I'll just start over with you. And Moses, who is Christ, mm-hmm. interceded Christ. and yes. said, "No, if you don't bring these people into the land, then all the other nations will think you're not able to do so." Yeah. Mm. So it's a reflection on the Lord. In a way, when we say no, mm-hmm. we're not going to move to this door that you've opened to go on into the fullness of knowing you. Mm-hmm. He's like, "No, I'm not having that." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What he's after, he's aggressive about it. Yes. Yes. So yes, I mean, course. he's not you know like stopping yeah. over us, pushing us over to do it. But there's mm. a there's a aggressiveness he to won't it. Relinquish where, his yeah, purpose. He's not yeah, going to relinquish passionate. his purpose. He's going to pursue yeah. it with eternal his his passion. Yes. Yes. Right. That's Which is passion. Yeah. 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 It's a it's not a great analogy, but it reminds me of the the quote unquote alpha battle that I have with my dog from time to time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he thinks he's the alpha and yep. he he try you know, struts his stuff and barks back or whatever, but when I exert the actual authority that I have over him, then he realizes, Oh, I'm not the alpha after all. <laughs> and so God's people we we get trained in so many different ways that we can kind of manipulate God or what have you. And so we start trying to flaunt our stuff. And then God exerts his authority, this mm-hmm. judgment for the, the uh, wilderness for mm-hmm. 40 years. Oh, nope, I'm not, the, I'm not the one in charge. I'm not God after all. Mm-hmm. He is. Yeah. So we kind of got down a tangent on that. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think well, it was one that somebody needed to hear somewhere. I, th- yes. I, feel, I feel like that like, was yes. really what was in all yes. of our hearts when we were first talking about this idea. Yes. Is that we see so many believers stepping out of the institution saying that they want more from the Lord, but then they sit in the wilderness. Yeah. And so it's that encouragement for A, how to allow the wilderness to do its job, Mm -hmm. but B, how to not stay in it when the Lord starts presenting the opportunity to leave. Because it's temporary. Right. Right. Yes. It's a hotel. My my prayer for my life is whatever, Lord. Yes. Yes. I want to be... 90 and still willing to be like Lord yes. I'll, yes. Give, I'll give everything to you yes you know? like we, yes. we call him a sacrifice <laughs> yes. life we yes. will what, how we live this life will reverberate literally for eternity yes, yes. Like, mm-hmm. why would you it's a bad investment to focus <laughs> on yourself you know yes <laughs> amen yeah we want we want to encourage the saints to um, one when you know, recognize where where they're at as they're they're leaving these the institution. They're they're in the wilderness. Recognize you're in yeah. the wilderness. Have this conversation and with the Lord. We're not yeah. interested in you getting the right verbiage, the right no. language, oh, and no. trying to skip through the wilderness like quickly. Right. The express lane, the carpool lane, <laughs> 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 because it will be detrimental in the end. Because when right. once you feel like you're out of it, then you feel like you you actually almost like you're not as open to learning. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. We, we really want you in during this season to recognize where you're at and to deal with the Lord. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And to learn yes. from the Lord. Mm-hmm. Yes. So what's some advice that we can give while these saints remain in the wilderness? Good question. Good question. 
Uh, well, I just talked about books and podcasts can become your experience if you remain in the mm-hmm. wilderness. But we do encourage you to read books and listen to podcasts because let this be the manna that moves you on towards the yes. the fullness yes. and, and the actual food of the promised land. Mm-hmm. Um, Christ-centered. Christ-centered, yes. yes. Yeah. So, you know, we encourage you to read Christ-centered books. Mm-hmm. I hadn't read so many Christ-centered books in the institution, I read like ministry-minded books or leadership. Uh, yeah, leadership, or you know, all you know, the "Who Moved My Cheese" or whatever that book was called. <laughs> yeah, and, and, in you the know, car. yeah, and the effective whatever or the leadership. habits of so many of effective people, mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And so, but to actually read books that point you to Christ mm-hmm. and His purpose and His purpose, his purpose. Uh, that that this is. For him, unto him, that that'll start shifting your mindset in a hurry. Mm. One uh, part, one w- uh, place to start could be our podcast number seventy-one, episode yes. seventy-one, where we talk about our influences. Yep. Yes, yes, those yes. are some uh-huh. really good starts. Well, that that's good because that leads into my next thing, Allison, which was listen to Christ-centered podcasts, Ooh. such as Andrew's favorite podcast. <laughs> yes. Do the Saints. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Every week. <I> can't wait. <laughs> and so and so a good one there, like Allison said, is episode seventy one. Seventy one. Our our influences, our resources. And <laughs> that was one of Andrew's favorites. It was. <laughs> yeah, and, and just you can simply talk to the Lord, pray, say, Lord, my desire is to have this wilderness experience be what you want it to be and yes. to be open and, yeah. and ready mm-hmm. and willing when you open that door. Please open mm-hmm. that door to be a part yeah. of yeah, a kingdom community. And I was going to add that too. Like, if somebody's struggling with the fact of even having a willing heart, just p- talk to the Lord about yes. it. Pray yes. about it. He knows that. Yes. And he's fearful. So yeah. Or fearful yeah. Yeah. or whatever. I mean, just have these open and real conversations with them and, um, you know, hey, I'm, I'm, don't feel like I want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's like, okay. I can I, handle that. But I can mm-hmm. handle that and I can be your willingness for you. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, let's do it together. Yep. You know, and, um, you're not alone. Right. I like what Allison said about the willing heart. Yes. Because um, I know that there's a lot of saints out there with open hearts. And so the Lord, who are in the wilderness and have been in the wilderness for a while, mm-hmm. who haven't, who who think that they or say they have an open heart, they tell the Lord, "Yeah, Lord, whatever, I have this open heart for you." And so the Lord will bring them, present them opportunities to either move or or have a, another group, you know, present a group in their setting, like, "Hey, there's there saints who are meeting." Oh, but yet they get to there and they realize that they're not as willing. They're not as willing yeah. as they thought they might have been. And so that that willing heart is that's good. The Lord's big enough to handle it. I honestly I feel like that's probably the real experience of everyone. <laughs> mm-hmm. When you actually come into face-to-face community mm-hmm. and you start meeting together with other believers that rub you the wrong way and you start realizing wasn't quite as willing as I thought I was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like the prayer for a door to be open, we prayed for the door to be open mm-hmm. and in, C- in Seattle, in Tacoma. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then we got in contact, yeah. and the Lord opened the door. Yep. When we found out what the door was, we were like, oh, that door. Yeah. <laughs> and a year passed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Exactly. For us right. to adjust to that door. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then he he developed and moved in us yes. to where that door became a door for us yes. and that we moved in for him. Yes. So, mm-hmm. and that exactly. was And there was the... Is he worthy? That 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 was the question he posed to us. Am I worthy? Yep. Am I worth everything right. to you? Mm-hmm. Right. And the resounding answer at that point was, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Then we got into body life, and that question was asked again. <laughs> had, to <answer laughs> again <laughs> had to answer it again, didn't we? Had to answer it again. And we we had to answer. I answered it yesterday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yep. Um, some more advice that we have. Is for you to uh, seek out other saints who may be interested in connecting around Christ. Yes. Mm-hmm. This could be people that are in your area. Mm-hmm. You know, through, there's things on social media. You can connect with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not talking about having these spiritual or religious debates with no. people yeah. <laughs> online or getting <laughs> caught up in, in some of those things. But um, you know, truly connecting with, with other people, reaching out to them. You know, we mentioned people on the 
podcast quite a bit that have influenced us, John Sands, different people. They have conferences from time to time. Yep. Um, make efforts to attend some of those conferences where you can connect to other people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and we, we'd love to help you connect with other people as well. Visit um, some churches. Yeah. You know, we, we have several that you could go see. Yeah, there's groups connect. that we're aware mm-hmm. of and, um, and uh, individuals that we know in yep. different areas. Um, there might be people in your area that um, you're not aware of. Just uh, reach out to us. Go to our website, to thesaints.com, and there's a contact page. Let us know um, where you're at, and um, we, will, we will make an effort to try to connect people with you or as as we're aware of other groups in, that are we'll close. Keep you in mind. And when we say close, Saints, it, we're, um, <laughs> it may not be um, 10 or 15 minutes. <laughs> no. I mean, it, it'd be wonderful if it is, but unfortunately, sometimes it is, yeah. f- you know, 45 minutes, hour, possibly away. Three, six. It could be longer. It could, you know, and, you know, as we're talking about that, the Lord may move people in your area mm-hmm. or He may be asking you to go to another area. Um, but we certainly want to encourage you in that, connecting with other people. Yes. Absolutely. Um, and if there is an opportunity um, for you to not go through the wilderness alone, but to possibly go through it with another person or another family, mm-hmm. um, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, definitely a plus. Um, but always remember to cling to the Lord only and always. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. He, Don't cling to is. the other saints right. and expect right. them to help get you through the wilderness. <laughs> right. I mean, we can rely on one another. Yeah. That's a part of, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. of life in the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's really the Lord that we're ultimately clinging to in our yes. brothers and sisters. So. Right. Yep, they can help lead you to water, but they can't make you drink. Yeah. Mm. That's true. That's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, all right. We kind of got into it there towards the end, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> That's good, though. All right. The wilderness. Saints, if you're done with the institution, done with Babylon, if you will, I, I'm sure there's a podcast coming up sometime where we'll actually talk about when we say things like Egypt and Babylon, what we're talking about <laughs> in a little more detail. Anyway, if you're done with that and you're in a wilderness... Keep going. Yeah, <laughs> Don't stay there. Just keep swimming. That's what popped in my head. <laughs> Follow the life. Yes. Even though you can't Press swim. Press into Christ. <laughs> yes. yeah. You can swim in sand. You can swim in Christ. <laughs> oh, yes. Just this, we just really, I, I, I personally, and I think all of us really hope this is encouraging. Yes. And this, and also um, admonishing as well mm-hmm. yes. to yeah. our saints to do what we just said press into christ yeah. keep going on um and the lord's got it yep. although we can't see it every way every possible right. yep. way he has it all under control it's it's his vision and he will accomplish it however that sees fit we just submit to that okay yes. um okay. just re- you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> once again reminder go to our website to the saints.com yep. listen to previous episodes subscribe to our podcast subscribe to our newsletter podcast however we're saying it Um, we'd love to hear what you have to say about your wilderness experience things you're going through so leave a comment yeah yeah that's it to the saints radio at gmail.com you can contact us as well as just leave a comment on our website andrew will answer any of your comments yes (laughs) every one of them 24 hours a day seven days (laughs) (laughs) We love you dearly This is Tyrone This is Thomas This is Bridget This is Andrew Oh this is RC (laughs) (laughs) This is Carrie This is Allison Nice Threw you off didn't we Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm